home a little late. This time I wasn't celebrating. I was continuing crying from this past week's uh, game. So please, you know, forgive me for my lateness to this show. But we have my mom back, oh, back yeah. from PTO. So I appreciate you being back, man. All right, guys. Instead of, you know, last week we had, you know, five rushing touchdowns. We committed one, two, three, four, five turnovers. When you, you know, have five turnovers, you're not going to expect to win the game. But anyways, you know, Lamont, you're an Eagles fan, and Jalen Rager had an opportunity to shut the, the naysayers up for one week, for one week, and maybe, like, man, maybe we made the right choice over Justin Jefferson, and Jalen Rager, I'll let you explain that. I'm not going to keep going on, but Lamont, I appreciate it. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nah, this show is not going to continue after that <laughs> slick-ass remark. Never would ne – there's nothing he can do to ever be like – Oh, we should have passed on Justin Jefferson, especially when you fired Doug. And Doug came out and said he wanted Jefferson, and then he wanted Jeremy Chin, a safety that plays for the Panthers that I believe already made the Pro Bowl. And um, he got, guess what? Neither one of them. So, no, don't don't disrespect me like that, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. So, uh, <laughs> where, where can they follow you at again? Yeah, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitch. <clears throat> YouTube, God's Dirty Hands. And also, please hit that subscribe button and become part of the Culture Gang. And let's get right to the Colts game against Tom Brady, like I said before, who's been straight demolishing the Colts for his entire career. Like I said before, the last time we beat him was in 2009 with that infamous fourth and two play. I was hoping, you know, Peyton Manning era wasn't that good against Tom Brady. The Andrew Luck era wasn't good against Tom Brady. Third time's a charm, right? The Carson Wentz era should be better. We got the same results, another L. One thing that bothered me about this game the most is that we built the lead. We're up 24-14 and going to halftime. Lamont, what do you think we should do in the second half? Run the ball. I'm not even going to look at my phone. I'm, I, I remember the stat on top of my head. We ran the ball one time in that third quarter. Repeat after me. One. How in the blue hell – do we not run the ball more than one time? Jonathan Taylor run out. Is, what's today's date? No, November 30th. Well, real quick, guys. It's my oldest daughter's birthday. Shout out to her. Love you, baby girl. But anyways, we both can agree that Jonathan Taylor right now, today, is the best running back in the NFL. Hands down. There's, so why don't you give him the ball? Carson Wentz committed two turnovers himself. Um, one of them was a fumble. But uh, real quick, Eric Fisher, our left tackle. When it comes to run blocking, he is phenomenal. He's easily the best run blocking left tackle in the game. But when it comes to pass blocking, this man is horrible. My goodness. I'm like, I wish Anthony, Anthony Cazanzo did not retire this, this year. But our greatest need this year going to the offseason is a left tackle. We need to address that this because Air Fisher is not that guy. Also, Carson Wentz threw a bomb to um, Michael Pittman where I think Antoine Winfield out Moss, Michael Pittman, who was like two foot shorter than him. I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Then we got Zach Passel who fumbled the ball in, I think, the first half. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And then Naeem Hines, who's our, you know, speedy, you know, return man, fumbles the ball on the with punt. And I'm like, after this, I'm like, he has two fumbles this year off the punt. I'm like, you know, we need to stop this, give it to Isaiah Rogers, because right now, Naeem Hines, you're just more of, you know, of a Darius Pros guy, we don't need you in, in the punt no more because you're fumbling way too much and costing us possessions. And Lamont, we can agree when you get Tom Brady extra possessions, what is he gonna do? Um, uh, yeah, he's gonna take Not that turnover. Yeah, he's gonna take that golden opportunity and kill us. 
And when we have five turnovers and still was able to win this game, it just shows you like Frank Wright, like sometimes that like he's on fire. That first half, I think, was the most flawlessly play calling this entire year. I'm like, man, like we're about to beat the Super Bowl champions. And we, we could be, you know, from the hottest team to the best team in the NFL. And I'm like, we blew in the second half to play calling. And hold on, Lamont. We're down a touchdown, fourth quarter. Guess what? Guess what we do? We give the ball to Jonathan Taylor the entire drive. And guess what he does? To the fourth quarter, I believe he had 25 yards. That drive alone, he had almost 50 yards himself. And we drove down the field. Boom, 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 boom. Touchdown. I'm like, we, could, we couldn't do this in the third quarter, guys. Frank, like, we couldn't do this in the third quarter, my guy. Like, Frank Wright, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of his coach, but sometimes, like, he just gets into, like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, F the running. F it. I'm like, no. Jonathan Taylor is your best running back. Utilize him before these other running backs in the NFL right now are falling like flies right now. Utilize him until he falls. You know what I mean? Like, isn't he up uh, uh, in the Andy tree? Uh, Andy Andy Reid tree? Doesn't he fall within that tree? If I'm not mistaken, because that's how Doug and him knew each other. If I'm not mistaken, and I don't know, but if you notice, look at uh, Nick who was under Frank. It seems like those coaches, anybody under Reid. When they get a lead, they're like, oh, let me run it up. <laughs> no. No, bro. All right, so, so my, it's about three minutes left. We, we tie the game up. I guess who gets the ball? All right? right. Yo, what, what pissed me off the most, right, when, when Tom Brady got the ball, they said, oh, 64 game-winning drives. I'm like, yeah, that's going to be 65. <laughs> and, like, Tom Brady kept, like, He's at the age, he's 44. He's been a year, he's been in the NFL since I was 11 years old, and he knows everything. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it was, he did, it was flawlessly done. You know what I mean? They ran the ball. Like, Leonard Fournette had four touchdowns. Who the hell thought he was capable of four touchdowns? And I'm like, oh my God. I, he was the MVP of that game. But Tom Brady, you know, does what he do. Nothing you can say about that. He destroyed the Colts year in, year out, and another game winning drive. And that's, that's what she wrote for us. I know my headset picked Tampa Bay. My heart, you know, I am a diehard Colts fan. I'm going to pick up every goddamn game. Do not care, but this was a tough game. But we fall back to 6-6, six six, and right now I believe we're the 10th or 9th seed in the AFC, which we have a lot of work to do. I'll get to that later on. But, Lamont, let's talk about your game, Eagles and Giants. Uh, I mean, again, you know, I was going to ask a question last week before I was told by Donald Trump not to show up. <laughs> so um, the question I had had, because a lot of Philly fans were, you know, they were going crazy over last week's performance from Hertz, which again, he only he hit three rushing touchdowns, which only solidified to me, he's not really a pure quarterback. He's not a quarterback in the NFL, a starter at least. <clears throat> so the question I was going to say is like, hey, like, your honest opinion, do you think you can work on arm strength? Because in my head, I'm like, I don't think you can. And in this league, arm strength determines if you can make it. He doesn't have it. And then on top of that, his decision-making has to be some of the dumbest decision-making I have ever seen. Similar to, like, Kevin Cobb. Where Kevin Cobb would try to force passes and double, triple cup. Like, 
you don't need to or like McNabb when McNabb would try to do too much um we're driving the end of, end of the first half we're only down three we're in prime position at least tie the game easy tie the game this this fucktard rolls to the right cool now I see there's like four or five white jerseys maybe two three green so in my head I'm like oh he's just He's throwing it out the end zone, right? What you would think. Boom, interception. At that moment was like, ah, this is why I have zero faith in this team. 14 for 31, 129 yards and three interceptions. That's not that's not quarterback numbers, man. It is I, I can't remember the last game he's thrown for like 250 plus. Terrible. But of course, 77 rushing yards. He's a fucking running back. And then, you know, you you do give you give a uh, 24 carries between Boston Scott and Sanders. Um, Sariani doesn't like Sanders. <laughs> um six uh nine nine touches for 7.1 yards. Why are you not feeding him the ball? 7.1 yards is basically a first down every time he touches the ball. We're not gonna give him the ball. And then <clears throat> People want to put all this blame on Jalen. Yes, he dropped like three passes, two that could have easily won the game or tied the game. It doesn't matter if your quarterback doesn't throw three boneheaded interceptions. It doesn't matter. If you get points in the first half, if you if you score a touchdown when you're on like the fucking 10, it's a different game. There's no, there's no, they're they're done. They're done in my head. Them shutting us out was the best thing for them. It was like, oh, we got them on the ropes now, guys. We got them on the ropes. And then, you know, it's it's the same shit all the time with this team, man. It's it, it's embarrassing. You have you have a coach that probably shouldn't be a coach in the NFL, a head coach. That's how he looks right now. It looks like us letting go of Doug was a big mistake. <clears throat> I just <clears throat> I I don't know with this team anymore, man. Like I told you. Why why start winning games, right? Why start winning games if you're going to coach the same? If your team clearly isn't able to win games, why not tank like you did last year? Tank and get a decent player. Like, no offense, you're going to need a quarterback, whether you trade for Aaron Rodgers, uh, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, or you draft. I heard I heard people like, in, in Philly, mind you, of course. That's why I fucking hate Philly fans, and I'm a Philly fan. <laughs> oh, oh, there's not a quarterback in the draft that's going to be better than Jalen Hurts. Well, goddamn, then this is going to be the shittiest quarterback class I've seen in the last 15 years of my life, if that's a true statement. Because in my opinion, Jalen Hurts, is a he's, he's not a quarterback. I'll tell you this week in and week out. He's a running back. It's like for that, just – Run wildcat all game and just six running backs and shit. Like it don't need to be like that. Well, the Jalen Rager, it, it just makes the Howie pick worse and worse and worse. Cause like you passed up last a few years ago on DK. Then hold on, hold on, hold on. I seen the video the other day, the other day on TikTok, I believe. When the Eagles picked Jalen Rager, the Vikings as an organization laughed at you guys like. Are you fucking kidding me? You're not taking Justin Jefferson? But again, that's what I was saying, bro. 
um, from what I understand is that's where Doug was like, yo, it's me or him. It's me or him. He's not taking the scouts advice. He, the literal, the report that came out was he, he, he's on his Jerry Jones shit. That's I'm just going to sum it up like that before Jerry started listening to the people he paid. That's how, how he is, how he is. I'm going to say it again. He's on his chip Kelly shit. He's going to ruin this team before he makes this team better. And then you got a coach that I don't fucking know. Yeah, your bad catch is it's a flower. No, it's not a fucking flower. We suck. Take the L. Just get some play in time. See what you got. Get a high draft pick. All three, all three draft picks we have at this point are like top 15, but they could could have easily been top eight picks. But no, every team wants to get on a run. And then <laughs> the Eagles get on a run. And it's like, why? I, I honestly don't understand why. The Raiders just beat the Cowboys in Dallas Thanksgiving. And in my head, I'm like, yo, if they win this game, it's, it's over. Because the Cowboys are doing Cowboy shit. It's going to be a wrap. No, wow. Eagles do Eagle shit. And again, let all their fans down. But except me, I didn't expect shit from them. I expect exactly what they gave us. Another shitty ass performance. Real quick, um, do you feel like Jalen Hurts doesn't look over the field? Like I feel like he loves the right side of the field. He does, he hates the left side with a passion. And then if you're a quarterback who can't, you know, probably grasp, you know, what's going on with defense and all that stuff, and you can only throw on the right, that's really telling about you know who you are as a quarterback. Even though even though you're a year or two, like you, you got you gotta see some progression, you know what I mean? But but that's what I'm saying, like. I've been seeing so many things like, oh, he's only played, he just got a full season of games in. And I'm like, that's not how it works. Either you know how to read the field or you don't. It, it's not really like, I'm sorry. Wentz had a, a, a mediocre second season. But his first season numbers were way better. Like you knew like, oh, this guy, he's making mistakes that he'll, he'll learn from. Jalen Rager is still making, I mean, Jalen Rager. That's how you know they're both fucking trash. I hate them both both equally. Jalen Rager and, didn't we draft them in the same year? Yeah. Yeah, great fucking picks. Great, great waste of picks. Um, Hurts, he doesn't, bro, he doesn't, you know, it's like one, two, three, four. He has one, two, one, 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 one. That's it. (laughs) And so, like, Smith is like this. Where he has the he has the defender in front of him by five yards. So if you throw that ball perfectly, he scores easy. But again, man, I I, I honestly I, it's stress it's stressful because I know it's like why not tank then? Why not tank? So before you end the situation uh, the situation with the Eagles, there's been reports that the, uh, Devontae Smith was so pissed off he threw his helmet off. I think it was the last possession of the game when he said, "Yo, Jalen, I was wide open. Give me the ball." Yep. He did, as he should. Well, my, it was definitely you know, a, a, a tough, tough week for us, but we're not going to go to recap time. And I'd rather be a Colts fan, and I think you'd rather be an Eagles fan than a Lions fan. Another heartbreak this year. I believe they had like a million heartbreaks this year alone. The Bears came down at Thanksgiving night to drill down to the field to win a field goal uh, last kick game, and Lions lost that. This is a team that, but I keep telling you, this team is literally every game. This team is like, 
a play away from winning. Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I can't even fathom how this team must feel. Like, dog, nothing we do is right. Like, they might go 0-16 again. 0-16 and one this time. The first team ever to be 0-16 twice. I can see it happening. Nice. Next, <laughs> what? next, Harry, the Cowboys. That was definitely a good game. Uh, Anthony Brown, for some reason, doesn't know how to defend the cornerback position because four pass interference uh, calls against him during that game and uh, one crucial one in the last drive of that game. Grant, I know the Cowboys were down like a million receivers, but still, like, you paid that press all this money for a apparent reason. And Ezekiel Elliott is not that 2016 Ezekiel Elliott more like. Sooner or later, Coach of Sports, we're going to make a topic about running backs. Because right now, for the past couple of weeks, it's been horrendous. All these running backs have been just trending downwards lately. But topic for another day, Raiders did their thing, um, especially after, you know, losing so much the past couple of weeks. You know, they definitely needed this win and a good, good win for the Raiders. Yeah, good win for the Raiders. Cowboys just did Cowboys things. And yeah. then, like, eight coaches get COVID or some shit. Like, <laughs> what the fuck were they doing? All right, next, Bills. We got Bills and Saints. Bills just beat the shit out of the Saints. Nothing much to say. John Trevor Simeon. There's like a scared puppy out there. You know, we beat the living shit out of the Bills, and they, they want to take some vengeance out, and they took it on the Saints. Poor Saints right now. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to say here. I mean, he has to do better. I just think losing to the Eagles and then having to face a team like the Bills, he was, he was not. That's not what he needed. All right, next we got Steelers and Bengals. Before before I start the line, Big Ben has to go. This has to be his last year. I know the Steelers, you know, are a family, you know, um, team, and they, you know, they to you know take care of their stars. But this has to be the end because right now he's holding the Steelers back from being, you know, a, a contending team. Bengals just beat the living shit out of them, and Jerry Burrow looks amazing out there. And I think it's the first time I think since two thousand nine the Bengals swept the Steelers. Go Bengals! Long story short, we've been said it. Ben is kind of done. We kind of got to move on from Ben at this point. And for whatever reason, they're not. So as long as they've got Ben there, they're kind of fucked, bro. All right. I already talked about this heartbreaking game, uh, Buccaneers and Colts. I want to say there is a, a positive to it. Use guys five turnovers and only lose by a touchdown. That says a lot, and it shows that you really didn't play as terrible of a game as people would think if they heard, oh, five turnovers. Just unfortunate. Wentz has bad luck with shit like this. Even when he plays decent, good, five turnovers, and somehow, somewhere, there's someone right now saying, if Wentz played fucking better, always. But what can you do? So I can't believe I forgot this in my my, my recap of the Colts of Buccaneers. Darius Leonard. Another forced fumble in this game. He has is that? 10 in 12 games. 10. He's cheating. Can, can we, can we, I know it sounds biased as always, but can we agree that Darius Lander right now, defensive player of the year? I mean, 10 turnovers at linebacker is crazy. <laughs> that shit is some Madden shit, bro. Some Madden shit for real. All right, moving on to, uh, Painters and Dolphins game, dude. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought Cam was possibly making a nice comeback. It was a good feel story. Six for 21, I believe 67 yards, two interceptions, a QB rating of six. He got benched in the fourth quarter with PJ Walker. The, the air of the Cam Newton Panthers is 
it went up quick, and it crane crashed down a matter of two games. And Cam's career looks like he's gonna be a backup quarterback rest of his career. Cam can't. I I don't. He's just so inconsistent now. I, I don't know, man. I'm kind of <laughs> glad we didn't get him. It's, it's Cam, Cam and Jalen playing exactly the same at this point, man. Um, one thing to attest, Dolphins have won three straight games and looking like one of the hottest teams in the NFL, and they are messing you guys up with the picks. And I'm sorry to say I can see this happening to screw you guys over. They can win the next, you know, five games go nine to seven. No, nah, I'm not actually – I was thinking about it. I, I'd rather later picks. At least if Howie fucks up a later first round pick, I won't be as mad unless you do a <laughs> unless you do a Jalen Rager again. I mean, whatever. I'm just over it, bro. Shout out to the Dolphins for balling them. All right, we got Titans and Patriots. I once said that once Derrick Henry went down, the Titans won't look the same anymore. And it took me about two games to my 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 theory to come my prediction to come true, which is has I think AJ Brown might be going to injury reserve for the next three games. So right now. Titans are training downwards. Julio Jones, I think he's still out with a hamstring injury. I'm not 100% sure, but the page right now had won six straight games. And I'm not going to lie to you. Last year, I was, I was questioning Bill Belichick. I'm like, man, maybe he wasn't that good of a coach. Maybe it was all Tom Brady. A year later, Mac Jones, he's able to you know, overcome that rookie, you know, mistakes and all that stuff. I believe he's the first rookie since that Prescott to win, I believe, three or five, whatever it is, row games in a row. Mac Jones is looking like, you know, possibly the truth. Yeah, man, he's balling. I think we all kind of uh, ruled out Bill Belichick a little bit, and it's uh, he heard it. He heard it, man. <laughs> Patriots are on fire, dude. I don't want yeah, six in a row. Uh, and and the, the injury bug is what's really killing Tennessee because even without Derrick Henry, I thought they could have been decent, but now both your your wideouts are hurt. It's like you can't catch a break. Yes, and a year later, I believe they missed the playoffs last year. Patriots right now number two seed, and right now they're in quote prime position to win the AFC East. Sunday, I think next Sunday game against the Bills. That's gonna be. A, we'll talk about that later. It's gonna be a great game. Um, next year, the Eagles and Giants. You touched it here earlier. Jalen Hurts really, you know, struggled out there with one of the worst defense in the NFL, and for him, you know, to struggle that bad. Seven thirteen. I know it's a divisional game, but if only put up seven points against his defense is really, really atrocious. And you guys have weapons as well too. The Giants side. Shaquan Barkley is always going to be known as what if he never got hurt? Because as of right now, it's another running back that's turning downwards already. I don't think he's going to get paid this year, Lamar. I'm really being honest with you. He's not getting a big contract. I mean, he might go a two to three year, $20 million contract. That 90 million thing that's out the window. And Shaquan, I think him and Barkley might have the same stats for rushing. That's a talent right there, and Shaquan's going to be forever known as the whatever running back. Um, I think he'll get paid just because a team is going to is gonna be in the thought process of if he's healthy, what he can do. And I just think that's a shitty team to be on for a running back. If you give him a better offensive line, I feel like he could do good. 90 mil, I don't see, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like 60 mil. It, but he's definitely a what if running back when uh, he never gets hurt. It's crazy. Yeah. So real quick, I want to test back three games before we talk about uh, the pa uh, Panthers and Dolphins. It's been reported, I believe, today or yesterday. McCarthy's out for the season. Mm -hmm. McCarthy's career is officially over as a running back. I just want to put that out there. That's one of the best running backs in the game. I, I should have said, ordered that better. But it, it's like it's like this. 
happened to Saquon. It's happened to Christian. Zeke hasn't looked good. I mean, the the like uh, the only person you can say for the past three years has been super consistent is Derrick Henry. Yes, sir. Nick Nick Chubb, and then when you start going running backs, Joe Mixon had a good year. Then he had two mediocre years. This running back is like a dying thing in the NFL, dude. It's uh, they take so much beating though. That's why. All right, so I know we're getting on topic, but I feel like it's a good thing to talk about right now. Since Adrian Peterson, who has really been that long workhorse of a running back has been on top of their game? Let's count out Frank Gore. He's been playing since 1972. We're not going to count him. But Adrian Peterson, who's really been the, that next running back who's been that longevity of consistency? Not no, honestly. Say Derrick Henry. He, he, ever since he's been in the league. And Nick Chubb, these players since they've been in the league have been consistently good and getting better. I mean, but it's like you said, it's like, dude even with like where times where i'll be like damn miles sanders got hurt and i'm like is he going to be the same because injuries with running backs for some reason seem to like end them yeah sad all right next we got falcons and uh jaguars falcons right now looking at one of the scariest you know dark horse teams that are fighting for a wild card team and then the nfc i believe they're in the hunt now Everybody cutting them out at the first game against the eagles it was all 33-6 falcons is over it's gonna be a long year for them but right now they mean Working their asses off to you know get back in the hunt, which is pretty good for them. And the Jaguars, Brian Man, he's leaving the Jaguars for uh, Notre Dame. Well, according to him, he's not going. But please, he's the same one that was grinding in the club. <laughs> All right, next we got Jets and Texans. Zach Wilson came back. He was like, "Man, I'm not losing this. I mean, losing this goddamn job to Mike White or Joe Flacco. I got, I, I got to beat the Texans, which they did." And yeah, Texans are just. A shitty team. I can't believe they went through almost the entire year without talking about Deshaun Watson or doing nothing for him. Like they got to get rid of this guy because it's, it's just crazy. I've never seen this before a day in my life. And my 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 you know life will cover it, watching the NFL. Dude, it doesn't make sense except for they don't want to risk injury to get whatever they want because there's going to be a few teams like the Saints, the Panthers, the Steelers, the yeah. Eagles that. You need a quarterback. Maybe, maybe even let's see a sleeper team. I'm gonna say it now. Maybe a sleeper team like Green Bay. Mm. Maybe they're like, yo, swap. Let's swap. A Rod wants out. He wants out. I mean, you gotta I mean, even like it seemed like the Giants, if they make a trade for him, it's scary, dude. All right, next we got uh Chargers and Broncos. Chargers laid a flat egg on this. Broncos came out and just put a beating on the Chargers. You know, I was thinking the Chargers could make it. Um, they got caught up in the divisional game, and damn, Broncos put a whooping on them. And Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. I think he hurt his shin, and Drew Lock came in. This did his thing. Drew Lock is in a bad quarterback. They just haven't given him a real opportunity. <laughs> I don't understand what he's done wrong. All right, next we got Packers and Rams. Devontae Adams. Is one petty ass dude because I, I don't know if you read it or not. OBJ was like, Yo, can I get a jersey? He was like, Nah, get a Cooper, get a Cooper Cup jersey since you want to play with that dude. I'm like, Yo, my God. Uh, I want to say about something, some stats about the Rams since they got Von Miller and OBJ 0 and 3. They got better players, no results. And that right there is just you know, a, a true a telling of, you know, what everybody's been talking about online the entire week. What has OBJ had done since that catch? Really nothing. 
that catch right there was at least solidify his career off the football. You know, all these brands had their shoulders, being Instagram famous and all that stuff. And I was watching that game. It was, good. it was a really good game. And OBJ, I think, put a muscle in his back. He was looking the same. And Matthew Stafford is turning back to the Lions. Three games, three straight games of pick sixes. Jerry Ball 2.0 with the Rams. Calling it out. And Packers right now look one of the scariest teams. And uh, NFC, probably the best. Yeah. I, I could agree with that. Everything you said was on the money. Uh, sometimes getting talent doesn't uh, equal the chemistry that you're tearing away. All right, next we got Vikings and 49ers. I came close to winning this game, all right? I came close. Don't care what you say. Kirk Cousins was making a comeback. But anyways, 49ers did their thing. And right now, they're fighting for a playoffs by nine right now. The NFC East is going to be very, very crazy to the, the next couple of weeks, and I can't wait to see what's going to pan out. But 49ers... I am sorry. I'm going to say it right now. I am sorry. A few weeks ago, I think it was against the Bears game. or I forgot who it was. I said they'll never win a game again. They won, I think, two or three straight since that. I apologize. <laughs> I can't believe you're actually apologizing. Uh, the apology should be for picking Kirk Cousins again. <laughs> you, just, you just pick them all year and hope you get nine and seven with them. Let's be real. <laughs> or ten and seven. That's what you're hoping for. But I feel like um, – Debo Samuels, do you remember me telling you I wanted to draft him? Yes, yes. This is one of my – forget Jefferson, forget DK Metcalf. This is a player that I will regret them not picking up for years to come because he has that I'm going to do whatever it takes to win, period. He's He has like three rushing touchdowns in two games. That's He's wild. doing whatever it takes, man. It's crazy. Oh, and we're over here with uh, Mr. Drop-A-Lot, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar 2.0. All right, next we got the Sunday night game, Ravens and Browns. This was a very disgusting game. Lamar Jackson threw four interceptions. Baker had a chance, I think, for the last drive to take him down the field and came up flat. Browns have spent a lot of money on their team this year for the same results. And it, Lamar beat – both was wrong this year with the Ravens. We both said at the beginning of the season they had too many injuries. I don't I don't see how they can be 500. They're gonna be struggling. Number one seed in the AFC. Hey, still time for them to blow it. <laughs> <laughs> Not playing, I'm playing. <laughs> oh man, Fub. First quarterback with four interceptions and to win a game since your boy Andy Dalton in 2013. It says a lot, but I mean, Lamar is he, I mean. Can we start giving him a little bit more respect as a, a football player then, as a quarterback? Because I don't see too many other people that could win if you put if they switch teams with him, man. Yep. All right. Monday night, this is an ugly-ass game. Russell Wilson's been back, I think, for three games, 0-3. Hasn't been looking the same since the surgery. I believe this is going to be his last year the Seahawks. They're, right now, Seahawks are just like a really, really bad team in Washington. Kudos to you. I mean, I know Chase Young is down and fair pull out a win against the Seahawks. Good win for them. Oh, man. Uh, Russell Wilson has lost his last four starts. First time in his career. So I don't know if he's just not wanting to be there. And maybe maybe he's um, playing um, not to be hurt. Can you be mad at him then? Taking it easy. But this Seahawks team, dude, is really embarrassing, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I would have never thought that they'd be that far 
down with eight losses. Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not what I thought, man. All right, so now we're ahead of week 13 predictions. We're in December football time. This is really, you know, grind time right here. This is, you know, the team, you know, it's time to take a series and go for that run for the Super Bowl. Right now, we start off with the Saints and Cowboys Thursday night. Dan Quinn's going to be the head coach. I believe uh, Mike McCarthy got COVID. Hear me out. The Cowboys are going to get a big lead, and they're going to blow a four-quarter lead. Saints will win this game. Yeah, I'll pick the Saints, too, actually. Good pick. All right, next we got Falcons and uh, Buccaneers. December is Tom Brady's time. I think he only lost like about seven or eight games in his entire career in December. It continues. Why not? I got Buccaneers in this game. Me too. All right, next we got um, Cardinals and Bears. Cole McCoy, man, been winning games. I think that they might believe Kalamar might be returning for this game. I got Cardinals in a blow against the Bears. I pick cards too. All right, next we got Chargers and Bengals. Bengals came up with a good win the last week. Chargers came up with a tough loss. I got Chargers in this game. Uh, who are they facing, Bengals? Yeah. I picked Bengals. All right, well, here we go. Here we go. One o'clock game, Vikings and Lions. You ran in one going with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Let's go. I, I want Lions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next we got Giants and Dolphins. Right now, like I said before, Dolphins are right now looking one of the, the hottest teams in the NFL. They're going for a four straight win. I got to beat the, the Giants. Um, I actually went uh, Giants on this one, man. I, um, when you beat a division rival and now you're in the wild card hunt yourself, I can see this team um, playing a little bit hard and beating the Dolphins, snapping that streak. All right, next we got Eagles and Jets. Eagles didn't play too good last week in New York. I'm going with the Jets in this game. No, nah, now you just – now I hope one of your players tear their ACL. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm going Eagles. All right, next we got Colton Texans. Um the divisional game, I feel like, you know, there's a sour taste in our mouth. I feel like we're going to beat the living shit out of the Texans. I feel like we'll, beat, we'll put a 40-burger in this game. And hold on, hold on. I promise you this game, Jonathan Taylor will have 150 yards, two touchdowns. Frank Regular, you know what? Maybe I should get the best player in the NFL the ball. Oh, he's not the best player in the NFL. He's best running back. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, you got to okay, simmer <laughs> down. Um, I'm picking the Colts, but this is a trap game. If you guys lose this game, yous are done. This is the this is one of them games where it's a division game. You're coming off 500, a tough loss. This is where you see what your team's made of. I'm picking the Colts, but I know it's a trap game for you guys. Colts lose this game. Coach Sports is over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, next we got Washington and Raiders. Both of them come up with a, a good win. I got Washington in this game. Damn, me too, dude. Stop being like me. <laughs> All right, next we got the Jaguars and Rams. You picked the grind, man, didn't you? I'm going with the grind, man. I, oh, some reason, from some reason, I, I'm, Matthew Stafford is, is, is winding back to his Lions days, man. We're going with the grind, man. I went Rams because I feel like the opposite. I feel like Stafford is going to come out there and try to put up like four or five touchdowns. All right, next we got Steelers and Ravens. Since since I, since I was in high school, this has been a very tough rivalry. I'm going Steelers in this game, in the close game. Okay. Yeah, I went Ravens. I went Ravens. Um, uh, Lamar needs this win. 
and I feel like he's gonna have a he's gonna have a, a way better game after throwing four inners. He might throw four or five touchdowns easily this game. All right, next we got four nine Seahawks. Four Niners are playing good good football. I'm going to four Niners in this game. Yeah, that's what I picked too, bro. All right, after that we got Broncos and Chiefs Sunday night. Good divisional game. I think I believe the Chiefs are in the bye week. Chiefs are gonna blow out the depart, um, Broncos Sunday night. Yeah, I think Andy Reid's only lost like five games in his career <laughs> after the bye, or maybe less than that. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going Chiefs. Chiefs. This right here, Monday night, could easily be game of the week. Patriots and Bills fighting for the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Patriots are going to go for the seventh win in a row. I want Bills because it's a must win. Sean McDermott is going to make that known. He's going to have this team ready and revving to go. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't the Patriots beat them the last time they played? I think that was like one of the main uh, first one or two games of the uh, their little run they went on. I, I feel like uh, Buffalo is going to uh, show us a little bit of who they were last year. All right. That was definitely uh, good picks for week 13. It's crazy to say that we're in December football already. But for all you football fans out there, this is when the best football is, is best played in December, especially when your team is fighting for the playoffs. So my getting away from some NFLs, this is some college football for the past few days. Coaches has been to get out on out of here. I'm gonna start off with uh, Lincoln Riley. He has solidified Oklahoma as you know one of the biggest schools in the um, college football. You know, for the past few years with Baker Mayfield, I, I think Colin Murray was in Oklahoma as well too, and. I think it's believed. I think that within the next two to three years, Oklahoma is going to leave the big leave the Big Ten is called or the Big Twelve, and they're going to the SEC. Lincoln Riley is like, I don't want to play Nick Saban every goddamn year because Nick Saban has been good since two thousand seven. I don't want to play Auburn. It's always a good team. Georgia is always contending every year in the college football playoffs, and you got LSU. Why do you want to deal with that stress? year in and year out and then with college football one loss your season's pretty much done so he was like you know what i'm going to pack 12 i'm going to usc and i'm going to try to uh bring that uh program back up and yeah what do you think about that uh it was a smart move because like uh, what you said but also usc if they have one loss they're going to be highly regarded over a lot of other teams just because they're USC. So moving over there in the Pac-12 is fucking trash. So <laughs> smart move. Yeah, super smart move. And I feel like he could get better talent at USC. Plus, don't forget, Spencer Rattler is transferring. Yep. So does he now go with his coach to USC? Something to keep an eye out for. And then another coach, I believe, was Brian Kelly, who's been in Notre Dame for the past 11 years, you know, who built that program back up. You know, I believe they were a national championship, I believe, either 2012, 2013. Sometimes when you're Notre Dame, like, you can get the good, you know, players and all that stuff. Like, the Quentin Nelson came from Notre Dame. But um, you want the best players? Where are you going to go to? The SEC. Because as of right now, let's be honest, Alabama has had the best receiving core since – Saban has been there. You want to become a receiver? You want to go draft to the NFL? You're going to Alabama. That's just the key way to go. Running so I, backs too, bro. Yes, yes, yes. Almost everything. Yeah, QBs. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe Brian, Brian Kelly went to LSU, right? Am I 100% right on that? So, yeah. so he was like, LSU, they usually get a good recruiting class. They're the 2019 team. Joey Burrow, Jamal Chase, 
um, Justin Jefferson, like so many great players came from that program right there. And right now you can usually great. If, if you're a high school um, player, most likely you want, you want to go to SEC because right now you have a, a chance to go to the playoffs and go and fight for a title every single year out. So LSU is going to be right back up to who they were. And um, Ed Oregon, I feel like he's going to make a big splash um, sometime this offseason to, to come back, um, either part of Notre Dame or Urban Myers. But a lot of a lot of these coaches are saying, yo, skedaddle, which is, which is kind of messed up too because like, imagine I'm Brian Kidd. I go to your house and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be in this program for four years. I'm going to take care of you. I got you. I'm going to put you in the best position to go to the NFL. And you dip out. You're like, dude, like, I came to school because of you and you're just leaving like that. It's a touchy subject sometimes. I know. I know when you're a new recruit, like, and you sign on, if the coaches switch, they give you a grace period to then choose another school okay. due to that because, you know, you're picking based off of a coach. So if that coach decides to leave, now you're like, hey, what about me? Um, you didn't even mention that Penn State just re-signed Franklin for a 10-year, $100 million deal. And reports is the defensive coordinator, I forget which school picked them up, but the report is rumored to be a deal up to $140 million. Our defensive coordinator, he was top 10 in the nation and – yeah, supposedly a $140 million deal. These coaches in college are finally starting to get paid, bro. 10 mil a year is a great number for a college coach. I'm pretty sure just NFL coaches don't make that much. Yeah, I don't know, dude. So that was, you know, the craziness of college football the past few days. I want to get some NBA talk. It's been reported right before we got on air. LeBron James is going to miss 10 games. I mean, 10 days due to get testing positive for COVID. This man has been... This man has been through some shit this year alone in the first few months. I'm like, the suspension, the injury, now COVID. I'm like, yo, is this the is this the, the start of the downfall of LeBron James? Like, yo, like this man, I never seen somebody been through so much in the first two and a half months in NBA season as more than him. Let's be honest. Like, it's it's, it's been a while. The, the Lakers, once again, has been atrocious. Like, these these guys are blowing. They went to, I believe, three overtimes. Three against the lonely Kings and lost the game. How and I think AD Westbrook and LeBron, I might be wrong, each scored 25 and up, and you still lost the game. I'm like, this team right now uh, is, is stressing me out already. I believe that they're not even a 500 team right now. I'm like, you have all this talent, but yet the Warriors up the street are 17 and two playing amazing ball with you know. Not that much big name besides Curry and Draymond and a few other, you know, key players, you know, the rookie uh, Gary Payne and all that stuff. I'm like, it's not a good look. And then you got the Suns, I believe, who won their, what, 17 straight games as well, too. I'm like, Suns right now looking one of the easiest with the best team in the NBA right now. What's your thoughts on what's going on in the NBA? Uh, I feel like, honestly, I feel like LeBron is just resting. Like, he's seen this team, and it's like, I got to do Cavs, LeBron. But I'm too old to do Cavs LeBron a whole season, the whole playoffs. Um, I feel like LeBron is just, you know what I'm saying, resting. He's wiser than people think he is. I think he's resting up. Um, I do think he regrets choosing Westbrook over Buddy Hill now. At least Buddy was a more consistent three-point shooter and would have probably helped your this fit this team more. 
Um, I seen a post that said if Anthony Davis had Russell's Westbrook energy, you know, just like love for the game and shit type shit, he'd be as good as Tim Duncan. And it's true. Anthony Davis seems like he doesn't. Basketball's not number one type shit. And it's sad. Um, Warriors balling. I still say don't bring Clay back right away. You don't want to mess up that chemistry. Um, first off, they shouldn't be able to sign him to a G League though. That's disrespectful as hell. Clay and G League, he about to average fifty. Uh, so PPP were talking about that. And a, a part of me kind of agrees with it because he's been gone for two years. Why not just work him way up? You know, let him drop forty five points on 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 on, on the young boy real quick. You know, before he gets back to the NBA. Remember, it's been two years. You know what I mean? Like mentally, that like he's. Getting ready for the NBA. I, I don't think you've seen the the, the, the the clip a few weeks, a couple of days ago, where he just had his head down, where people were screaming, Clay, 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 and he got emotional. So right now the title is, you know what, let's work his way up, and then when he once he comes back, he'll be okay, and he's back in the rhythm. So I, I, I kind of agree with that. And I believe Wiseman is, too, is going to the G League as well, too, with him. So right there, we've seen both of them. They might average 70 points. My thing is this, though. The G League is for developmental players. If you send the player down there, they should be able to be signed by a different team. There has to – you can't just be using this and taking away from players that are still trying to come back to the NBA or make an NBA roster because he got hurt. Or now look at it from this side. What if he plays there, right? He's ready to go and comes back, gets hurt. Then what? Uh Now it looks like. Oh, because we sent him down there, we fucked him up. That's, it's a double-sided sword, but no. I agree with you. He does need time to play, though. All right, so I want to talk about the Ben Simmons situation. Still no word of what the Sixers are going to do. They're still trying to get the best option they can for him. At this point, just get the best role players you can really get, because as of right now, I believe Sixers got one more chance to trade him. I think the deadline's was in a couple weeks, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. I think it was a few It's before. like February is the deadline. Oh, okay, okay. So they got some time, but, like, it's, it's still crazy to think. And then real quick, like, Brooklyn's really going the whole year when I'm playing with Kyrie Irving. That, that, to me, is still wild. And in the back of Kevin Durant's mind, he's like, I feel like I made the wrong choice. I feel like I should stay with the Warriors where I knew I was going to win, you know what I mean? And, like, I wanted to do it, you know, with somebody else. You know what I mean? I feel like the words didn't accept me as much, you know, as, you know, I do in Brooklyn. But Kyrie or Steph, and I'm picking today's game. I'm talking about overall, myself, November 30th. Shout out to my daughter's birthday. Um, Who would you rather be with? I'm going to rather be with Curry than Irving right now. I, I, I understand what you're saying. But you want to know what I think? I think... LeBron had another thing LeBron has done to the NBA is he's given these players that y'all want to say are the best players in the league confidence they shouldn't have. LeBron goes places and he wins with whoever. New players, old players, good players, not good players. Kevin Durant said, let me end this debate of who's better, me or LeBron. Clearly, you can't touch LeBron with a 10-foot stick because let's be honest. Has LeBron had a player with the scoring capability, handles, passing of a James Harden? Hell no. And KD and him can't get it together? 
and it's not like they have a, a bad bench. They have a decent bench. The Lakers don't have a bench. Me and you are playing for the Lakers. Brooklyn <laughs> has a good team. But yeah. you're right. You would want Curry now, but at the same time, when you want to be dominant, look at Giannis. Giannis stayed put. I don't know if you've seen this. A couple of weeks ago, he basically said he will leave now. Did you see that? Yeah. He basically yeah. said, I did what I got to do, and I love Milwaukee, but if I got to go, I got to go. Listen, Miami is like this, baby. Come on. <laughs> Come on. We like big men who, who are dominant. Come on down. Come on down. All right, well, Ma, do you have anything you want to bring up right now? Oh, you brought up the basketball. You kind of, like, punched me in the ball sack with that. Oh, there was one thing that I wanted to bring up. So there was a picture, you know, the Dodgers had him. The Mets signed him, right? This dude's salary, his his salary, his salary was higher or right in between five clubs' salary. This man is making $43.3 million a year. Why didn't they teach us to throw a baseball? <laughs> And pitchers, you got to remember, bro, they play, what, every four days? So he's getting, dude, I don't know, 43.3 mil a year yeah, to play dude. every four days? It's 156 games. You divide that. He's he's playing, what, 30, 40 games? Come on, dog. Dude, the baseball salary is, is to this day is the most outrageous thing in the world. Like, if you, if you really want to get paid, you really want to get paid. Baseball is the route to go. I, baseball to me, I think, but baseball is the hardest sport to get to that level, though. Uh-huh. You have to, like, not in, in how the NBA is, you you have to go to the G League, basically, like, the double-A, the triple-A. You have to go through that before you can even step to the MLB. So, like, it's a long, long process. But once you get there and you're decent enough, you're going to get paid. Dude, it's, it, it's, it's no salary cap. But that's why it's so lopsided, because the teams that don't have as, uh, as much money – they win as great players, yeah. So but they win though. It's, it's, yeah, well, if you could pay Yankees, <laughs> their 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 payroll be like a billion dollars a year. And still I'm lose like, it and lose every year. I'm like a billion dollars. Like, where's this dude getting this money from? <laughs> but I just figured I had to say that. Like, how how are you lot like tops? You know, you are in between like six other teams, whole salary with one player. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. All right, Lamont, this is definitely a good show. Definitely a lot of topics to cover. Um, hopefully, you know, next week, the Colts get back, you know, in the winning streak before we get in the bye week. Hopefully, the Eagles can, you know, get back, get back, you know, in that winning streak and continue that playoff hunt. But before we end the show, Lamont, where they follow you at? Hopefully, I'm allowed back next week. I don't know <laughs> um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. Twitter at God's Dirty Hands. And also hit that subscribe button, become part of the Culture Game family. And also comment below, let me know how your team did and also the predictions for next week. And as always, guys, this is Culture Sports.